Welcome back to the Universal Studios Hollywood Podcast. I'm joined with... I'm the daddy. Welcome, everybody. And... I'm the mommy. <laughs> Hello, everybody. We are your co-hosts. So who is <laughs> our I'm host? And I'm Sophie. Sophie. <laughs> Welcome back. Great job, host. So you got to do the whole show now. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, now it's you. You're the host. That means you get to do this entire show. What do we normally do first? Um, news. We do have some news. Before we get to that, how can people support this show? You could go to Facebook or Spotify, or you could um go to what's your port your port key thingy. Yep. Book a trip through us, no obligation. You can contact me, Chad Day at portkeyvacations.com. What's another way? you could be a vip member yes or sponsor us and do you know how they could become a vip member yeah they can go on we social can. media or they can email us and we are daydreaming at ush at gmail.com great job host <laughs> yes you want to get into some news <laughs> so i was looking up some news of some things that's happened in the month of june because we are already in june i feel like we should still be in march no if we were in March, then we wouldn't have T minus 13 days until we're in the parks. Oh, no. 100%. I'm happy for that. I'm just not up to par with how this year's flying by so far. It's going by super fast. So, in the month of June, I had a few, not too many. In uh, 2000, June 9th, the Rugrats Magic Adventure replaced Totally Nickelodeon. And then on June 10th of that same year, there was a walkthrough maze based on the film Chicken Run, and it opened in the upper lot. That doesn't sound fun. I, we didn't get to experience that, but I can't even... Chicken Run. Do you remember that movie, Sophie? Wait, what's Chicken Run? Yeah, exactly my point. Well, Rugrats, too. That's, that's the, a long the time The Rugrats ago. Magic Adventure in 2000. We didn't get to experience that either. In 2004, on June 25th, Revenge of the Mummy opens, replacing E.T. Wow. Wow. In 2005, (laughs) on June 29th, the War of the Worlds set added to the studio tour. Do you remember the War of the Worlds set? Is that with that airplane? Yeah. Yeah, I remember the set, but I've never seen the movie. We should watch the movie before we go. Is it sad? (laughs) <laughs> War of the Worlds and like I mean, a movie that's in, it sounds in, like it would be it very sounds sad. very sad. I don't like sad. In 2006 in June, The Fast and the Furious was added to the studio tour. In 2008, there was a bad fire. So the fire that was on June 1st, 2008, the fire began when a worker used a blowtorch to warm asphalt shingles that were being applied to a facade. He left before checking that all the spots had cooled. And a three-alarm fire broke out. Nine firefighters and an L.A. County Sheriff's deputy sustained minor injuries. The fire was extinguished after 24 hours. 
Universal Pictures said that the fire destroyed a three-acre portion of the Universal backlot, including the attraction King Kong Encounter, and 40 to 50,000 archived digital video and film copies. A 2019 expose from the New York Times Magazine asserted that the fire also destroyed 118 to 175,000 audio master tapes belonging to Universal Music Group. This included recordings that belonging to some of the best-selling artists worldwide. UMG disputed the report, though the CEO, Lucian Grange, acknowledged that the loss of even a single piece of archived material is heartbreaking. On June 1st. Mm. And then 2010, mm. June 26th, is when the special effects stage opened. Rest in peace. Special yep, effects show. No longer there. So sad. I was just reading this today in some news. The headline Earthquake on Studio Tour closed for refurbishment through spring 2024. So, Universal Studios Hollywood has closed the earthquake portion of the studio tour for refurbishment. Oh, <laughs> well, I, I totally you misunderstood there was that. an earthquake. Yeah, I thought you were like, they were closed a- to like 2024. I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, wait, what? Oh, good. I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought that. I thought I was you wondering meant- why you both looked at me in total terror. <laughs> well, I thought you like, meant oh the gosh, studio tour imagine? was closed until 24 because you just seemed like so nonchalant about it. I was <laughs> like, uh, aren't you sad about that? We might as well quit this uh, podcast if that was the case oh for my- the next six months or so no, i thought you meant just the studio tour was closed. no so this is the one that's located inside stage 50 yeah, the earthquake experience simulates an 8.33 earthquake while inside a san francisco subway station mm-hmm. so i wonder where they're going to what they're going to reroute there. you in the meantime oh yeah just a I different guess, i guess we're about to find out there's not a ton of news in Hollywood. They keep talking about uh, Super Nintendo World, of course, all the time. And I keep, I, I do want to say I was on social media today and I was seeing a comment that somebody got the early entry pass to Super Nintendo World. But unfortunately, as soon as they got in, the Mario Kart Bowser's Challenge ride went down. Ugh. So they didn't even get to experience it. That sucks. And That's that my early biggest access. Fear. And I'm thinking you could probably go to customer service and tell them the story. I mean, you're paying the extra money. I'm sure they're going to give you an express pass ticket. One could hope. Not that there is one, but I mean, you could enter through the VIP. You would think if you contacted, but... You'd hope so. Hey, if anybody's listened to this, that that's happened to them, uh, reach out to us. Another small little piece of news, and then we'll get into what we're going to talk about, our topic. The Fast X, which, Sophia, is the new Fast and the Furious 10 movie... There's costumes on display in the cinema at Universal City Walk. So I kind of saw some pictures and they've just got some uh, of the costumes that some of the people wore, like Hobbs and Shaw. Um, that movie's doing pretty good, especially overseas. Fast X is doing really, really good. Did not you go so see much. it? I did not go see it. The girls were out of town this last weekend mm-hmm. for a night. And I said I was going to go see it. Sophie was at a birthday party, but I was too lazy to go <laughs> to the movie theaters. But I should have seen it. Uh, you're too lazy? That's not? That means you actually have to get up and drive to the movie theater. Yeah, but still. <laughs> Sophie, do you know what we're talking about tonight? The Jurassic World ride. Jurassic World the ride. 
We love this ride a bunch. I could ride this ride over and over and over again. I think this is one of those ones that you can definitely ride. You know, there's not too many rides that I think you could ride over and over and over and not get tired of, but I think boat rides are always one of those ones that's fun that you could. Well, there's so much to see. There's so many visual effects as far as just, I don't know, I like the first part of the the big screen on both sides of the pic. Um, we know you love that. It's like HD, you know, it's just so pretty and colorful and happy. <laughs> Sophie, kick us off. Let's talk about this ride a little bit. Okay. Located in Jurassic World, prepare yourself for the evolution of Jurassic World, the ride. Enter an immersive land and come face to face with the Indominus Rex as she stalks you through the jungle. She get caught in the fray as she's confronted by her arch-rival, the Tyrannosaurus Rex, in an epic battle for the ages. Universal Express accepted. There is a single rider line as well. Child switch is available. Guests must be at least 42 inches. Guests between 42 and 48 inches must be accompanied. 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 It looked like you just had a little bit of a stroke. That was odd. I was worried about you for a second. (laughs) Accompanied by a supervising companion. So... I'll be your supervising companion, Sophie. I will too, if you stroke out like that. (laughs) We have said this in past episodes, but just in case you're uh, learning, you're just starting to listen to our show now, we did do the single rider. We have not done the express. Uh, We've waited in the regular line. So the regular line is, and I'll get to the queue in a little bit, but the regular line can be crazy. It's, I would say, get there first thing in the morning, Mm -hmm. definitely, because... It can, we've seen it up to, I think, 90 minutes, right around there, maybe even more. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it can get to two hours, probably, somewhere around that. But we did the single rider line one time. I went first, and then then it was Sophie, then it was Olivia, then Mom. Now, I got up, and then how many times through, how many boats through do you think it took before you and Olivia got on a boat? Um, Do you remember? Probably like two, two about. Well, that's not too bad. You were on the same boat though, right? Yeah, me and Olivia were on the same boat. The but cool you thing didn't get to sit next to each other. The cool no, thing, she was right in front of me. The cool thing about the single rider is it's just one line as opposed to all the switchbacks. So on that ride, I went first and then, like I said, they, they went on first, but they both, or they got on second. They were on the outside. Do you want to explain kind of where you were sitting? And remember, Sophie is 10, Olivia is 9. This was last year, so they were 8 and 9. You want to explain what happened here? Well, um, (laughs) I just want to say real quick, I immediately regretted this choice. No, for me, it wasn't that bad. (laughs) It was one of the first times. I think we actually did it on The Mummy first. You and Sophie did, I think. Yeah, me and Sophie did The Mummy. So... Paula is the ultimate warrior, and um, I was thinking in my mind, I was like, well, what can go wrong? I mean, I went first, I'm going to be there at the end, but for those of you who don't know the way that this ride works is that it's just a one big lap bar for everybody in your row, Mm -hmm. and that lap bar only goes down as far as the biggest person, 
So, okay. Yeah. Selfie so, set the scene. For me, it wasn't that bad, but I was on the very, very left on the outside. And the lap bar wasn't even touching my legs because there are these other people there. Like, they were older than me, of course. So it was harder for me. But then Olivia was sitting in front of me, and her arms could barely reach the lap bar. <laughs> like, um, there are these and bigger she was dudes. On the end. And, <laughs> and they were, like, it was all the way up. It was like a foot and a half up from what Olivia They should have put her do. in the middle. <laughs> and Olivia was on the very left as well so she had to like hold on to the bar with her hand and it wasn't even around her yeah and that's something to think about if you're a parent like us and you're thinking i don't want to wait in that long line i just want to do the single rider line so these girls are i'd say olivia was 49 inches probably 49 50 inches tall and then Sophie was like 54 inches tall. So that gives you kind of an idea. If you're thinking that you want to do single rider, I think it's fine. Um, but Olivia got pretty scared, I think, just because she was afraid that she might fly out of the boat at the very last scene. Yeah. And like I said, I immediately regretted our decision. I thought it was just a terrible decision. I thought so it was a good one. Please don't judge us based on that decision. I'm sure we we're all not make, the only people that has done that before. We all make mistakes, all right? So I'm just saying that's not going to happen again this time. Yes, it we will. Li- well, maybe with you and your dad, but I will be staying with your sister. Well, those but she's are, fine with it. Those are, I think she'll be fine with it too. I, those are the mm. things that you need to think about because, you know, it definitely cuts your time down a bunch. Yeah, but is it worth? Yes, it the is. Consequences of <laughs> she wasn't scarred for life. She still went back on the I ride could over go and over. on and on of all of the things that could happen. So. Yeah, but it didn't happen. Thank God, we had some angels looking after us that day. <laughs> all right, Paula, 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 Paula. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm used to saying just babe, so I think in my mind I was thinking, about, and it came out, Paula. Paula. <laughs> Tell us a little bit more about I this ride. You said polo. <laughs> it sounded like you said paola. <laughs> I mean, I am kind of pale. Ay, ay, ay. All right. I'm so, this is a dark ride. It's a water ride attraction. That- okay, one second. So, Sophie just looked at me like, how is this considered a dark ride? Well, it's partly dark, partly not dark. That is considered a dark ride anytime you go inside of a building. Oh, well, at first you're outside for a bit. And also, there's, like, this room that's really bright. Yeah, it's not dark like the mummy. Mm-mm. Like, you, once you get inside, it's, like, kind of dark, but it's still not, like, super dark. I agree. Either. I mean, whatever. So it's a dark water ride attraction that is themed to the Jurassic World series at Universal Studios Hollywood. The original Jurassic Park, The Ride, which operated from June 21st, 1996 to September 3rd, 2018, underwent a major refurbishment and reopened as Jurassic World the ride okay so let's stop right there we have ridden Jurassic Park River Adventure in Orlando Mm -hmm. actually we rode this too before it was the world but Sophie let's start with you how do you think this ride now compares to the old ride well it's just like I almost is it a bigger drop Jurassic World than Jurassic Park it isn't? No, and we're going to, your mom soon will tell us how far that drop is, but no. Well, for me, I like how the Jurassic World, like at first, it's like just screens, but then it splashes you like once the um, dinosaur rams into the screen 
and it, there's like a big splash well not big but like a little splash a little splash and then i like how the dinosaurs fight once you get inside and then you just drop all of a sudden when you think you're gonna run yeah into so them. do you like the original version the jurassic park river adventure or do you like this ride oh back? this one's yeah. better yeah way I, better yeah i don't remember it fully I but I it, remember that I liked it better. I think it's definitely comparable. Um, well, sure. Uh, but I, mean, I think that the, the Jurassic World the Ride is definitely like the new shiny toy, you know, that is just more modernized and there's just a lot of extra detail. But yeah, I kind of wondered that same thing too, Sophie, if the drop was just a little bit more intense. But uh no, I, I mean it's the same track. It's just they, yeah, they just switched it up towards the end. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think this this version's way, 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 way better. <laughs> way. So the ride was announced on May 10th, 2018, by Universal Studios Hollywood officials during a 25th anniversary celebration of the 1993 film Jurassic Park, directed by Steven Spielberg. It was stated. That Jurassic Park, the ride, which opened on June 21st, 1996, would be closed for retheming based on the 2015 film Jurassic World and its 2018 sequel, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. The Jurassic Cafe restaurant and Jurassic Outfitters retail store near the original attraction were also closed temporarily to be rethemed. Universal Creative worked on the new ride. And John Corfino was the project director and show producer. He worked closely on the ride with Colin Trevorrow and Frank Marshall, the director and producer respectively for the 2015 film. Corfino worked to blend elements of the old ride with a new one. And the final idea was presented to Spielberg. The team had to rush to get the ride finished for the busy summer tourist season. Mosaurus, an aquatic reptile and appe- that appeared in the films, is digitally featured on the ride. That's the part that I like. Mosasaurus. Mosasaurus. Thank you. So that's you. like the screen part, right? Uh-huh. Uh, Industrial Light and Magic collaborated with the design team at Universal Studios Hollywood to create the creature and its environment. The walls of the Mosasaurus tank are... Depicted across four large high definition screens on both sides of the boat, a 3D effect makes objects in the foreground move faster than those in the background, a technique that gives the Mosasaurus a realistic appearance. And I do have to say, I know a lot of people talk about Universal and they don't like all the screens and all that, but this is the best version of of 3d screens that they have i mean it is so realistic it's so clear Mm -hmm. too like it's Mm -hmm. it's not like blurry like 3d is sometimes like a bit blurry even with the glasses on i think it's sometimes yeah i said 3d it's not 3d because you're not wearing glasses but i I mean just how they how they depict it in the screen it's a 3d effect yeah sure yeah so the attraction also features a larger Uh, Let's see. It also features larger dinosaurs than Jurassic Park, the ride, and new animatronics allow the dinosaurs to move better than their predecessors. That's a big word. (laughs) Predecessors? That's a big word. Oh, my gosh. 
Uh, Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, and B.D. Wonks re- reprise their roles from Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Wait, Mario's in this too? Yeah. Mario. Mamma mia. The attraction officially opened on July 12th, 2019 without advance notice or fanfare. It previously had a soft opening for friends and family of Universal employees. The official opening coincided with a number of other Jurassic World-themed attractions adjacent to the ride entrance. Guests can take part in the Triceratops encounter, where guests interact with Juliet, a Triceratops, and Dino play, in which young visitors excavate large dinosaur fossils. Guests can also interact with baby dinosaurs along with their trainer. The Mosasaurus is part of the aquarium observatory section on an area that responds to real world weather changing between daytime and nighttime, depending on the actual time of day. Jurassic Cafe introduced a bar called Isla Nubar, which we love. And we're going to talk about. And And I'm drinking out of one of those cups that we got from there right now. It is super cool. You have to get one of the souvenir cups. Um, so yes, the Isla Nubar, named after the series fictional Isla Nubar Island, Nubler Island. Following a refurbishment in 2021, the ride's climax was updated with a new Indominus Rex animatronic. So, yeah, uh, it's super fantastic. It's like the um, best. Co- it's, it's like just... my second favorite ride there. Oh, wow. You know what was weird about that? One thing that I noticed in what you're reading is that they didn't really make a big deal of it when they opened it. I'm kind of surprised. Mm-hmm. I'm, I know Universal is great about keeping things super quiet, and but man, you think that this would have been something that not they like were going Mario, all, all out? Yeah, you know, not like not like Nintendo World where they advertised that or talked about it a lot, right? Yes, forever. And then the triceratops encounter we haven't seen that but we saw the raptor encounter and i will say to the left of the ride before you go in is where they do that it is if nothing else a great instagram facebook photo op but sophie and i got to do it i can't wait for you and olivia to experience it too because i think it's really neat the the raptors that they have i would love to see a triceratops too but you got a picture with a blue you you said that it seemed pretty pretty real right oh my gosh <laughs> it's that's probably the coolest other than maybe the transformers costumes i think the transformers is a bit cooler but. yeah but i would love to have that i would love on halloween just to go around our neighborhood in one of those it's not like those blow up dinosaurs that you see no no this looks very real and we will talk about the isla new bar i've got just some things that that offers but right now let's talk about the queue the queue yes and I will say before I read off, you know, basically what the queue is about, it's it's nothing special. I mean, it's a lot of switchbacks. It feels like you're in the rainforest, though. Maybe that's the sound. Maybe that's because the music. And, and there's like the trees. Yep. And- so guests enter through the Jurassic World gates and into a series of switchbacks. The queue is designed to look like Isla Nubar from the film. The queue is covered with posters and billboards explaining the dinosaurs at the park. That is cool. I do like seeing those posters on the side that have all of the dinosaurs and the size and all that. That's kind of neat. Overhead video monitors display Jurassic World Network, the island's TV station, which shows dino facts as well as interviews with characters from the movie. 
I think that's cool. And it helps just kind of pass the time too. And fun facts. I, I think that it's a lifesaver because I think the one time we stood in line for probably an hour forever (laughs) is what it felt like. And having those TVs, it's such a simple thing, but it's, it is nice. And it does make it seem like it really is part of their TV network. Mm -hmm. makes you feel like you're part of the movie, which is what universal's really good at and all about as guests as guests approach the loading area smaller monitors display safety info before guests board their boat the ride each boat is capable of holding 25 people which is five rows of five the ride begins by climbing an initial lift hill and the boats are taken to the mosasaurus is that how you say it Mm -hmm. aquarium observatory encountering a mosasaurus Guests then go to a lush tropical area where they find a mother stegosaurus, stegosaurus and her baby and encounter a pharosaurolophus. <laughs> that's, a, that's a tongue twister there. That's a there. big one. Pharosaurolophus. I think we all need to step up our uh, dinosaur name game. Apparently so. Before entering Predator Cove where the riders see carnage has en- ensued after the Indominus Rex has broken out of its paddock, along with the Tyrannosaurus Rex and some Dilophosaurus. The riders overhear, overhear that the AQU is being called in to round up the escaped dinosaurs, passing by a damaged gyrosphere and a pair gyrosphere gyrosphere do you remember what the gyrosphere is yeah it's like the round circle thing mm-hmm. and a pair of compsognathus fighting over a taurus hat claire deering is that deering right comes in over a monitor and tries to comfort the riders but her feed breaks up before riders traverse another lift hill where they see the indominus itself spying on them through a hole in the nearby wall owen grady then patches in and says not to move out of the boat Mm -hmm. he then sends blue to help the riders escape as the boat nears the top of the lift a velociraptor a velociraptor (laughs) velocir i'm just gonna say a velociraptor yes oh yeah that is it velociraptor holding a chewed wire lunges at guests through a hole in the ceiling. Following attempts by Dilophosaurus to spit venom, actually water, at riders and a close call with the Indominus, the riders meet up with Blue, the Velociraptor, who guides them to an exit, but the Indominus Rex has made it there first. The Tyrannosaurus Rex then appears and attacks the Indominus Rex, which buys riders the time needed to escape. Then, the boat goes down a drop of 28 yards, which is 25.6 meters, splashing all guests with water once it reaches the bottom and ending the ride. The riders exit the ride and go into the gift shop. And you especially will get wet if you're in the front. Oh, yeah, definitely. And what was it, like the front left specifically? Front right is where I got soaked. Okay. We've been on this ride before where you don't really get wet at all. I think if you're in the very back... You don't get wet like at all. Y- and if you're like in the that, middle. If you're in the middle, it doesn't seem like you really get wet at, at all. Mm-hmm. If you're on the edges, you get a little bit wetter. But if you're on that front right seat, we've said that before, 
I got drenched. Yeah, you're going to get sick. Yeah, it looked like I peed my pants. Yeah, I want to get to the very front next time. Not me, because then I just, like, put my head in my hands and close my eyes and, like, hold myself down and, like, pray that my stomach will stay intact. <laughs> but this isn't a ride where you're going to get super soaked, unless there are some seats, like we said. So a little bit about this ride. The ride um, mechanism it, itself is called Shoot the Shoot. So it, Shoot, like S-H-O-O-T, the Shoot, C-H-U-T-E. Oh, yeah. It's an amusement ride consisting of a flat bottom boat that slides down a ramp or inside a flume into a lagoon. Unlike a log flume or super flume, which generally seats up to eight passengers, a modern day shoot the shoot ride generally has larger boats seating at least four across. Um, this The designer was Universal Creative. The lift system, it has three chain lifts. Okay, here I want you two to try to guess. How many feet do you think that drop at the end is? Well, it said 28 yards, didn't it? So, so what's three times, times 12? 28 times <laughs> You're about 12. to see how smart the days are. Wait, wait. I can do no, it. No, no pin. It is. Wait, 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 wait. Make a guess in feet. Just make a guess. Uh, I'm almost done. 250. 250 feet. Okay. That's <laughs> your mom's guess. <laughs> Sophie's literally doing oh, math. math. I am no, so no, bad at this. 336 feet? Wow. We need to send you back to school <laughs> because it's 84 feet. Yeah, okay. I thought it was 28 times three because there's three feet oh. in a yard, <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm glad that you took the time to write that down, though. You know, I what if are I, you going into? Clearly, my estimating. If I knew, never mind. I'm just going <laughs> to let you go. It's okay, less than 100 what feet. What is the Jurassic um, Park ride? It's the same thing, kid. Yeah, remember the exact same. Yeah, it's the so exact eighty same. what feet? It's eighty four feet. Eighty four feet. How how long do you think this ride is? Because this is one of the best things about this ride. Because a lot of rides are quick and you're done super fast. How long do you think the duration of this ride is? Eight minutes. Six minutes. Well, let's split the difference. Seven minutes. Six seconds is the duration mm-hmm. of this ride. That's another great thing about this ride. If you're tired during the day. Yeah, it feels good to finally you're the, oh my you get gosh. on there. And you're just like, ah, it's like deep breath. You can just sit and relax. And the other thing that was mentioned earlier, and we haven't, I don't know if we paid attention to this, but Paula said this, the ceiling, when you first get into the zone with the Mosasaurus, it does change. And the ceiling changes lights based on if it's daytime or nighttime. Oh, I didn't notice that. Mm-hmm. Well, because we only wrote it in the daytime. No, we wrote it at night. We did. Well, I just I don't know was... how much we really paid attention to it. No, it's one of those things that... I guess it was that... starting to get a little bit dark. No, it was dark. <laughs> so we mentioned the Isla Nubar. So this is a Isla tiny... or Isla? I know Not you Isla. always get caught up on this, but <laughs> you say it however you want. The Isla Nubar. Isla Nubar. <laughs> at the, to the right of the entrance before you start to go to the ride itself, there is a tiny little bar, and it has a few switchbacks. And this is a really cool bar, and I just wanted to read off what this bar offers. So you have served in an etched raptor tiki, which is what I have right now. It's very cool. We'll have to post a picture of it. Yeah, we will, but it's got a bunch of the different dinosaurs on it. It is tan, brown colored, and um, 
You know, it's kind of like a hard. What would you say that is plastic? It's not almost like say tea. Well, nicer. It's nicer than plastic. Yeah, it's it's not plastic, but it's not quite wood. It's kind of a mixture in between. But anyway, so they have one version, the etched Raptor, and that's seventeen dollars. They have a bamboo tiki that's nineteen, and then they have what's called a tiki god for twenty bucks. In those, you can get. And Sophie, you were asking, you were talking about wanting to get one of those before. You can get a Jurassic Water inside that if you oh, just you want can? to keep it. Uh huh. You can also get all the ones. You can get gin, vodka, rum, tequila. You know, you can get uh, club soda. You can get green tea. Can you get like normal soda? Oh, you know what? I think that that is the name of the Jurassic Water. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. Wait, what is it? Stop. You can get a Jurassic Water. And in the Jurassic Water is gin, vodka, rum, tequila. This is not for you. No. <laughs> Raspberry liquor, melon liquor, blue, I always... Caraco. Yep. Sweet and sour mix, club soda, grenadine, and green tea. I don't think that's for me either. That's a lot they have mix. a tiki tie. That's pineapple rum, yeah. dark rum, white rum, par- passion fruit puree, lime juice, orgeat, O-R-G-E-A-T, birds of, yeah, so that's that one. Wow. <laughs> birds of paradise is another drink you can get. Passion fruit rum, white rum, guava nectar, passion fruit why can fruit. I not say passion fruit? And passion fruit. Passion, passion fruit. fruit. Puree. Lime juice. And that orget. <laughs> <laughs> We're from Oregon. We don't know what orget is. O-R-G-I-T? Yep. They also have a Thai peach. Tea peach. It's T-I. That is coconut rum, spice rum, peach puree, lime juice, and bitters. I want to say that's what I got. They have a rum runner, dark rum, pineapple juice, cherry liqueur, and that weird word, orogate. <laughs> you can't say liqueur either. They have a Mai Tai, which is rum, dark rum, pineapple, orange, and lime juice. And then they have a bunch of blended drinks. <laughs> so you can get all these served in a tiki cup also these are all $16 so you can get a pina colada you can get rum dark rum coconut cream pineapple and lime juice oh that is the pina colada you can get a tropical margarita like i said these are all 16 bucks it's coconut rum tequila agave and lime juice and get a painkiller rum peanut butter whiskey ron would like this Coconut cream, pineapple, and orange juice. You can get a Bahama Mama. (sighs) Coconut rum, white rum, guava puree, lime, pineapple, and orange juice. They also have draft beer. And you can get this served in a tiki cup also, $16. They have on tap right now currently, they have the mango cart, which I had this mango cart. I love that beer. They have Pacifico. They have... (laughs) <laughs> you I like, no, Pacifico. I, no, I like how you put your <laughs> they have own a, They have a, a pineapple cider. They have their Isla Nubar IPA, which is one that they created just for this area. And then they have, um, you can get a collectible pi- 
Pilsner for $19. What's a Pilsner? It is a lighter beer. Oh. So that is the new bar IPA is $19, but that does, you do get the tiki cup. Um, so yeah. Wow. So I'm going to um, play this so I can actually hear it. So you pronounce it orjat, the the um, word that you couldn't say that looks like orgeet. It's orjat. Duh. Orjat. It is a French almond syrup, basically. So um, it's a sweet syrup made from almond sugar and rose water or orange flower water. So, um, yeah. What's flower water? Uh, uh, water made from flowers. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to try some of these. The last time I just got the beer. But I think when we go down in a couple weeks, I want to try one of these. I'm not sure which one I want to try the I'm most. I'm trying to remember I'll which I'll try one the green try. tea. <laughs> not the Jurassic water. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. Um. I wonder, though, I mean, you would think that they would be able to serve, you know, like just maybe some passion fruit. So, my gosh, passion fruit juice. Yeah, it it caught on. It did. Or or orange juice or pineapple and orange, you know, like a non-alcoholic version. You would hope that they'd be able to do a little mixture of that. Yeah, I don't know. You know? Because I want a cup, but I can't have vodka or anything or any alcohol. We can bring you back a cup. I mean, we well, yeah, say but it would yeah, still be cool if they could have it. a drink, you know, or for anybody else out there who who would like a non-alcoholic drink. So we are going to inquire about that. So if you help me remember, okay, okay so we'll do it and we'll report back. And I know we said that it this ride ends in a gift shop, as do all universal rides. And then above the gift shop there, we didn't take advantage of this, but there is an area where you can sit. I think that'd be a cool area to go up there and sit and just kind of uh-huh. watch. You can see the ride come down if you wanted to take a break. Mm-hmm. And I think you probably would be able to see a little bit of Super Nintendo World. Don't check. Don't fact check me on that. I'm probably going to have people yelling right now. <laughs> no, you can't see it. But We'll have to really observe look around our surroundings yeah and then there is Um, a little place as soon as you go into right before you get to the ride on the right there is a little play area for kids which we also didn't take advantage of we don't need to Um, (laughs) (laughs) that's where we're gonna have you when your mom and i are trying out some of these drinks you and your sister are just gonna go play in that little play area like like little babies what about the cafe yeah i don't know we need to see that we need to go there because the cafe isn't what we went to last time that was right there by the mummy, right? That was part of the mummy where we got like a churro or something, I think. Anyways, I we need to check that part out too. So you said this is your second favorite ride? Yeah, first is Forbidden Journey and then it's that. I didn't know that. Well, so, what is your second favorite ride? Well, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. This is a fantastic ride. I think this is one that is fun for the whole family. I think anybody can enjoy this from 5 to 95. It is a definitely break. I love boat rides. I think I think this is a great, great part of the area. And, uh, yeah, I guess I don't really have anything else to say about this area. I love this ride. It's amazing. I love it too. Sorry. Yeah. I love the area. It's it's great. Happy, beautiful, all the things. 
I think Ezra would like this ride. I think everybody would like this ride. So definitely make this one of your priorities when you go to the park. And I would go to the lower lot first. I think that uh, right now with Super Nintendo World, obviously everybody's going to that section first. So you could probably, like when we went there the last time, we were one of the fir- we were in the front row. We, we were, were the second, second people. people in line. We ran into the park, and then they kind of stopped you at the top of the escalators. But then we took the stairs. Yeah. Did we that first time? Uh-huh. We no, ran the first down, time we ran down the escalator. The second time we went, we ran down the stairs. Well, excuse me, but at, what I'm saying is at one point we ran down the stairs because we were just wanting to get there. Yeah, and I'm going to agree. We haven't done Super Mario World yet, Bowser's Cart, Bowser's Challenge, but I would say on the lower lot as of right now, this is my favorite ride because you've got the mummy, you've got Transformers, you've got this, and obviously now Super Mario World, which we will get back to you shortly and see if we like that better. We will see. We don't know. Okay. Bye. We appreciate you guys listening to our show again. Thank you so much. See you later. Thank you, everyone. We appreciate you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to our show. You could listen to our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many more. Please like our show and leave a nice review. Check out our Facebook page by searching Daydreaming of Universal Studios Hollywood and email us at daydreamingofush at gmail.com.